everybody, it's good to see everybody again today. It's been a while since we checked in. Out on the bike today doing a little bit of cross training. The last time we checked in with each other, I had just finished running the Demore Global Running Half Marathon. And I was able to run that in one hour and 39 minutes, 10 seconds, which was my personal best. Um, very excited about that time. Again, the ultimate goal is to run a full in under three hours and qualify for the Boston Marathon. And uh, right now, obviously, we're a little bit away from uh, achieving that, but we're getting closer and progress is something to be celebrated. And so very excited about uh, making those steps. My previous personal best was an hour and 53 minutes. It's on a little bit harder course than the one that I ran uh, during the half but uh, the one that I ran during the half is going to be more similar to some of the courses that I'll be attempting to qualify for Boston on. So all in all, a good win for us. So one of the things that I noticed on my half marathon attempt is that I really felt like I was utilizing my quads a lot more than I was my hamstrings and my glutes. And I really want to balance that out. And so uh, that's one of the reasons I've added some additional cross training into my day. Obviously the cycling, um, as well as some reverse planks that are helping strengthen kind of that back side so that it's better balanced with what I have on the front. Another win that came out of the half marathon was my aerobic endurance was great. I didn't get tired. I was running at right at my lactate threshold, which starts at about 168 beats per minute. And uh, lactic acid buildup wasn't an issue, and neither was my aerobic capability. So I was very excited about that also. I did quite a bit of speed work in the last three weeks or so leading up to that virtual marathon, and I really felt like that paid off. I averaged right at a 734 mile throughout the 13.1 and so that was excellent that I was able to hold that pace. Uh, my fastest mile was my first mile at 640 and then I ran two other miles sub 7, uh, being, that being the second mile and the last mile. Um, and the rest I held pretty steady right there in the 730 to 750 range. So that consistency was really a good thing. Um, certainly, I want to have even splits when I do uh, run my qualifying marathon for Boston, which as of right now is scheduled to be the Houston Marathon in January of next year. We'll see if I'm able to make that time at that point. If not, the goal is to run another one the following fall uh, by the end of September to meet the cutoff date for Boston. and. Hopefully we will be able to run a qualifying time by then so that I can get into the 2022 Boston Marathon. The speed work that I did leading up to the half marathon was great. I went out to the local track here and I did a number of uh, 800 meter repeats 
Um, also did some intervals uh, where I built up from 400 meters to 800 meters to a mild 5k going all out with a uh, 400 meter jog in between each one just to let my heart rate recover a little bit. So that worked out really well for me. Um, typically there are two trains of thought when it comes to doing speed work. Some runners and coaches prefer not to do speed work until closer to a race to avoid injury and some uh, prefer to do speed work maybe once a week, once every two weeks. Um, kind of falls into that 80 to 20 rule that you probably have heard about uh, where you run 80% of your miles fairly easy uh, and build your endurance, build your aerobic system and then you run 20% of your miles uh, hard and you go very hard when you do that and that builds your anaerobic system which is your uh, lactate threshold and above your, your top speed which obviously for a marathon you're not using a ton of but what it also does is it trains for quick leg turnover and that is extremely important um, in order to get the right cadence so while so while the 180 rule uh, for cadence meaning 180 strides per minute a rule that was founded by Jack Daniels after observing uh, Olympians. This is Jack Daniels' uh, legendary running coach, not the uh, distillery owner. That's been kind of a number that's been hotly debated for a long time. Um, but what you can do is you look at different runners based on a runner's height you can see that shorter runners typically keep faster cadences than longer runners which makes sense because obviously their stride length isn't probably going to be quite as long unless those tall runners uh, just have short strides so me as a 5'8 person um, I need to be able to have a fairly fast cadence so my cadence for my race needs to be right at 180 maybe a little bit above I've done some research on some of the uh, marathon Olympic marathon qualifiers from this past year's Olympic trials and it seems like particularly on the ladies side which those are the runners that are probably a little closer to my size um, it was definitely true that they were up in the 190 to 200 range most of the time the ones that uh, were at the, at the front of that field now obviously that's a very elite level but strive for greatness do your best if I can't get there maybe I can get between 180 and 190 still going to be faster than between 170 and 180 if I'm able to keep my safe stride length. As far as stride length goes, I've just been trying to do some exercises to open up my hips a little bit more, practice uh, extending those on each stride, and also 
to practice my posterior pelvic tilt where my pelvis is angled from the bottom forward and the front backwards to help keep it uh, more level so that if it was a bowl it wouldn't spill out the front or the back and that allows me to push forward with my legs a bit more get better hip extension through my stride Get ready to tackle a pretty good sized hill here. I like the neighborhood we live in. It's good for running. It's good for cycling. It uh, allows for a nice mix of hill work and flats. And it also allows you to work on controlling your heart rate and your breathing, which I think is important also. If you feel like yourself, if you feel like you're getting a little bit ahead of yourself, you can learn how to regulate those things, slow down a little bit and that's helpful on race day. In case you hadn't noticed, I'm actually filming from a new camera today. I uh, purchased a 360 degree camera. So I'm actually trying that out for this vlog. So we'll see how it goes when I get back. Hoping to use this a little bit to Show you a little bit more about what I do when I train and bring you along on some of those training runs. Again, I'm not an expert, but I am somebody that has studied this quite a bit over the last year since I really started striving towards this goal. And so I look forward to your feedback in the comments below as much as hopefully you can learn from my triumphs and mistakes. Beautiful day out here today to mow the grass. It was supposed to rain, but it didn't. As you can see, it's beautiful. A little bit humid, but we're not gonna complain. This is central Texas, and it's a gorgeous time of year to live here. We're enjoying the moderate temperatures in the 80s before we start getting up to our summer upper 90s and 100s. So the other exciting announcement this week is we're going to do a virtual 5k as a Cancer to Marathon Facebook and Strava group. So if you're on Facebook or Strava and you haven't already joined us, hop on there and uh, join our Cancer to Marathon groups. And all we're doing is, I'm sorry, I think I said next week, it's actually going to be the first week in June because we want to give ourselves a chance to train a bit for it. Um, all we're going to be doing is running a 5k anytime the week of June 1st through June 7th and then hop on Strava mark it as a race and then just title it as June virtual 5k and we'll tally up the results we have a, a quality group right now it's not huge. We've all gotten to know each other and support each other, and we'd love for you guys to be a part of it. We decided to go with a 5K because that tends to be a distance that 
can be challenging for everyone you know it's uh it's a great first distance race for a lot of folks uh, just to get that distance in is, is quite an accomplishment and then for others that have been edited a little while longer it's an awesome race to do periodically because it really helps you with your top end speed you can uh, keep close to the metal most of that 3.1 miles So obviously I'm not doing it today, but another thing that I've tried recently also, and I think it helped me in the half marathon, is nose breathing when I'm out exercising. So there's been some videos on YouTube recently that have touted the benefits of that as far as developing your capillaries and your mitochondria, which help more efficiently deliver oxygen to your muscles so that your muscles don't get as tired and you're able to run more efficiently and so one thing that I've begun practicing is to run with my mouth closed breathing in and out of my nose and really regulating that breathing slowing the pace of the breathing taking deeper breaths and again just letting my body have more time to absorb the oxygen and that's been pretty good the one challenge that I faced is that when you try to keep your mouth closed you do tend to create some tension in your jaw and obviously tension as a runner is not a good thing we don't want to be burning any more energy than we have to and so it, it does it takes some practice to learn how to relax your jaw keep those arms relaxed just keep the tension out of your body but once you once you can do that once you get through maybe the first week or so of the nose breathing uh, it's amazing how you do start to see some results. It starts to become much easier. You do start to breathe differently. And then when you go out for your harder efforts, you can open your mouth and breathe again because your mouth is the most efficient way to breathe in and out. So you basically get the best of both worlds. You've been developing that aerobic system even further with the nose breathing. And then the day that you go out and race, it's like taking a restrictor plate off of a car engine. You're able to really utilize the uh, extra air that your body gets. And it's a, it's a wonderful feeling uh, breathing in and out of your mouth as well as your nose. So I think that's gonna be it for today. That'll be our, our vlog for today. Uh, definitely leave your thoughts in the comments as always and uh, we appreciate you watching appreciate you tuning in i'm also as always looking for um, you know your ideas of what i can be doing better uh, both from a vlogging and a training standpoint um, i am definitely not an elite runner i am somebody that just has a goal and wants to achieve it and is doing everything that they can uh, that they know how to do at least currently uh, to do that and so again we love your feedback thank you guys so much and we will see you next time